This is True Parenting Audio, Episode 16. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and welcome to True Parenting Audio, where you can get inspiration and practical parenting tips to build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Before we get started with uh, our topic today, I just want to announce that I'm excited that our podcast is now available to all of you through iTunes and also on Stitcher. If you have a chance to get over to either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever one you prefer, and leave a review and subscribe to the podcast, I'd really appreciate that. And it helps us to get in front of all the parents out there that are in in need of some of these parenting tips and inspiration, and so uh, we sure would appreciate that. So today I'm going to be sharing with you a post that I wrote regarding how to teach kids to manage their money a little bit more wisely. Um, A while back I wrote some posts about some different things that I hope that my kids will know before they leave home, And each time I wrote those posts, I wrote one for my sons and one for my daughter. And each time I wrote that, I had never put anything in there about learning about money. And that was one piece of feedback that I kept getting from parents was that they felt like it was very, very important that our kids learn about how to manage their money and spend it wisely before they leave home. So today I... I'm going to be sharing with you some different uh, different points and tips that we can use to help our kids learn to earn, manage, and spend their money a little bit more wisely. So I hope that you enjoy this, and here we go. Today's post is titled, How to Teach Your Kids to Manage Money Wisely, and it can be found on trueparenting.net. You can get a full printout of the whole article there on trueparenting.net. My eight-year-old son, Kyler, was given a list of items to bring to Boy Scout day camp. Included among the sack lunch and sunscreen was money for the trading post. We were pleasantly surprised when Kyler called his grandma for a job and then spent all morning the next day clipping down weeds and stuffing them into bags at his grandparents' storage units. After earning his $20, I have to admit I was a little bit worried he would blow it all at the trading post. Instead, he put 10% in his tithing jar and then returned home from day camp with only two paracord bracelets for himself and a friend, costing only $2 each. While this hasn't been the case with his money-spending history, I was proud that he implemented the money-managing skills we try to teach in our home. Multiple parents have expressed that they feel money management is an imperative piece of education that needs to be taught while children are still under our care. How do we teach them this important skill, though? This article explains three important principles our kids need to know in order to manage their money wisely and some practical ways to teach them. Number one is to teach them to work and earn money. 
You can't learn how to use something that you don't have. I think it's important that kids have opportunity to earn money as soon as they start to communicate specific wants or needs. There are many different ideas about kids making money and learning how to use it. Some parenting experts advocate giving an allowance. Some suggest making a list of chores or jobs coupled with a predetermined wage for each job. When I teach my kids anything, my objective is to teach them principles that are as true to real adult living as possible. In our house, we choose not to give an allowance for chores that contribute to our regular, regular family needs, but we seek to help our children find opportunities to make money from doing jobs that mom or dad would generally do. We hire them to clean out a car, shine our shoes, or some other extra job that is out of the ordinary. We also try to help them discover other innovative ways to make money by asking neighbors if they have work for them to do. Or the favorite is to get special jobs from grandma because she pays inflated wages. As a child, my little brother and I used to collect soda cans and return them to the store for the deposit. Mark Cuban's first money-making business was walking door-to-door -to, -door to sell garbage bags to his neighbors. I have some nephews that sell their mom's cookies from a roadside stand. You can still see kids out on the street corner selling lemonade in the summertime. The main thing we want our kids to learn is that there are opportunities all around them to earn their own money if they're willing to look and then to work. It's important for us to show them how. As we've said so many times, kids are much more inclined to learn and implement principles they see in you than concepts that are preached to them. Show them how to work and do it cheerfully. Give them a glimpse into what it is you do for work by talking with them about what you do each day over meals. The second principle is to teach them to manage the money that they earn. Dave Ramsey teaches a system for managing finances and teaching kids to manage finances that is simple and can be understood from a very young age. Have three jars. The first jar is a giving jar, at least 10%. The second jar is a saving jar. He teaches to pay yourself first. You can split this into long or short-term savings if you'd like. The third jar is a spending jar. They need to have a jar that's available to them to spend whenever they would like to spend it and whatever they would like to spend it on. The saving and spending jars can be broken up however you and they agree upon, but each of these areas are important to managing money in a healthy way. This is an extremely uncomplicated way to break down their money in a way that they can understand and a way that you can successfully help them with. So we can show them how to do this through our actions. As kids grow up, it becomes more important to help them understand and keep even a small budget. Include them in understanding the family's budget and financial responsibilities. There's no need to overwhelm them with those responsibilities or to scare them or make them feel responsible for the family finances, but it can be helpful in decreasing the gimmies and helping them learn how to manage their own money wisely as they grow into adulthood. You may not have physical jars to put your money in like your kids, 
but you can discuss and display to them that you put your money into these three categories as well. Share with your kids and let them be a part of your giving efforts. Whether you tithe with your church, give to a charity, support a cause, or simply share with neighbors and others that have needs, let them help you fill out the donation forms or deliver the aid. This is not only wonderful for teaching them to manage their money more wisely, but also helps them to develop selfless character, gratitude, and compassion. The third principle is to teach them how to spend their money wisely. One important thing in in regards to this principle is to teach them about opportunity cost or do cost-benefit analysis or trade-offs. Kids love to spend money. They're not that much different than adults, I guess, in this area. They love to buy things or have you buy things for them. Even when kids have their own money, they're exceptionally impulsive with it. I've never in my adult life experienced the kind of buyer's remorse that I've seen my children suffer after making a hasty decision to buy a pack of gum because it was there and he could afford it right then instead of delaying that immediate gratification so that he could save money to buy a Lego set he wanted. When we go to the store with our children and they ask the dreaded question, can I have that? We almost always answer, Yep, if you'd like to bring your money with you and pay for it the next time we come to the store, you're welcome to do that. Or, if you'd like to earn and save up money for that, you can definitely get it. We don't police what our children choose to buy a whole lot, but we do ask them questions before they purchase items. We might ask things like, What would you be giving up by spending your money on that right now? Is it worth it to give up those other things for what you want right now? Will you be happy that you bought it when we get home or tomorrow when it's gone? There's a famous psychological study that was done years ago. Researchers had children take turns coming into a room with a single marshmallow on the table. The researchers told the child that he could have the marshmallow, but that if he would wait until they came back in a few minutes they would give the child another marshmallow. They tested the children's ability to to delay gratification for a more favorable outcome. What they found was that some kids ate the marshmallow right away, while others resisted with varying levels of effort and success. Results showed that the children who were able to delay gratification and wait for the researcher to return with another marshmallow were generally more successful later in life in many aspects. This trait of delayed gratification can have far-reaching implication in kids' lives. On the one hand, children need to have the opportunity to have and spend their money, but they also need to learn this skill of delaying gratification. Parents can help by being an external regulator for our kids and teach them to problem-solve and make positive decisions with their purchases. So we can show them how to do this. We can include them in money decisions that affect the family. My family was recently thinking about going on a trip to California, but as we looked at some financial uh, decisions, we decided that that was not a responsible thing to do right now. And we said, 
we're not spending money on that right now because we have other things that need to be paid for that are pressing and more important. So don't spend unwisely yourself. Be disciplined and wise regarding your purchases. Kids are often frustrated when parents say no to any purchase requests they make, but parents often can't say no to themselves. As kids grow up, these principles above lay the foundation for healthy spending and money management. You can add other financial, business, and money principles as they ask questions or are mature enough to understand. Teaching things like checking accounts, debit cards, understanding credit and debt, investments, and other money management principles can be added to everyday conversations and practical real-life situations as they become more relevant in their lives. We want our kids to manage their money rather than their money managing them. As we teach and show them how to work and earn, manage the money they receive, and spend it wisely, they can become masters of their financial fate. Here's a question for you. What are some unique ways you help your kids learn about money? So I hope this has been helpful to you in helping you think of some ways to help your kids learn to work and earn money for themselves, then to manage that money and to learn to spend it on things that are worthwhile and that uh, are, are wise purchases for them. I appreciate everyone listening. And if you have any questions for me, go ahead and send me your emails at andysmithson at trueparenting.net. You can also join me on Facebook at facebook.com slash trueparenting and join the conversation over there. And remember, if you would, we'd love for you to take a trip over to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and leave a review regarding the podcast and help us get seen by a few more parents out there. You can also find a full write-up of this article, How to Teach Your Kids to Manage Money Wisely, at trueparenting.net slash how to teach your kids to manage money wisely. So uh, get on over there and leave a comment, leave an answer to the question of how you help your kids to manage their money, and we'll see you again next time.